0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. All right. It's Thursday, baby. So take your tits off and throw them down the street, player. This ain't time to be breastfeeding one another. We got work to do. This past weekend, That's Jesse Lucero with that dirty, barbaric beat right there. That's Jesse Lucero here on, uh, on Thursday, January 4th. Uh, I just I got that in my inbox. I want to thank Jesse Lucero. Jesse also played the Auld Lang Syne from the New Year's episode last week uh, on Monday. And, uh, and I forgot to mention... Uh, That Jesse did that. And Jesse could be a man or a woman. Um, I believe that Jesse is a man. But that's me, you know, jumping to to crotch-clusions, if you will. Because I don't know. You don't really know. You know, I'm from an area where they had a lot of people had names that were, could be anything. A lot of people named after weather. Stormy. uh, Stormy. uh, Hail. Dusty. You know, Dusty's not really a weather, but it's just more of like a dirt condition, you know. Um, skimpy. That's just really like somebody that's cheap. But uh, but yeah, I grew up in that in that belt where they had a lot of names. A lot of people named different things. You know, Rodolfo. They had a boy by us named Rodolfo. And they used to call him Dolphy, and uh, and kids honestly used to beat him up a lot. Uh, we had people that we had this boy named Tot by us T O T, and I've talked about him before, and he was. You know, he had a little bit of the affliction, kind of. He was one of God's favorites, really. You know, he, you know, the he was half angel, half person. You know, had a hit of that tism, and he used to, he, uh, he would have to stand under a blanket all the time. He was afraid to be outside of a blanket, and so tot, uh, tot had an easy name. He was, you know, granted an easy name, so it'd be easy for him to spell. You know, hard to forget tot, t o t. Same thing, backward, forward. That's tot. But that's Jesse Lucera one more time. And this is that music if you're like a little maybe if you're like a gay guy getting chased by like a barbarian, you know? But then the gay guy morphs into like a 19 like a 1990s metal rocker unicorn with long hair and just gonna attacks the, attacks the barbarian. And then they end up banging probably and moving to a sanctuary city, you know. Uh, good to be here with you guys. Welcome to this past Thursday. Man, I'm fired up. I'll just I'm gonna tell you right out of the gate that I have some upcoming dates. Uh, January 5th, that's coming up ASAP.'ll be in Santa, I'll be in Santa Clarita on Main Street. Uh, At Comedy Mashup, you can uh, Google that and find those tickets. 11th through the 14th, I'll be at the Brea Improv of January. January 18th through 20th, the New Comedy Club in Jacksonville, Florida. February 16th through 18th, La Jolla, California. February 22nd uh, through the 24th, Indio, California at Fantasy Springs Casino. And April 6th and 7th in Tampa at Rock Brothers Brewing. Oh, good to be here with you guys, you know. That's how I'm feeling today. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling good. We did a little bit of yoga yesterday. And I like yoga, man. I like yoga until the teacher, the, the, the teacher in ours is like this really acrobatic, um, homoerotic gentleman. And I don't, he might be gay, might not be gay. We might all be gay. You know what I'm saying? A special hit of lightning hits the earth and it might shake everybody's uh, shells up a little. And next thing you know, you out there blowing the neighbor for powdered milk. You know, the dicky dicky dust bowl is only a couple of, you know, lightning strikes away. We don't know what the future holds. But I know that uh, I know that this gentleman was uh, seem you know, was being homoerotic in there. And uh, and we're in there in the yoga studio. And he, you know, it's a good class until the end of the class is basically just him doing tricks. And it's like all this stuff that you can't do. And he's stretching and he's got his, you know, he's got his asshole wrapped around his shoulders. And he's just, you know, he's wearing, his, you know, he's wearing his earlobes as a fucking, you know, as uh, he's got his earlobes tied around each one of his nuts. And it's just, you know, he's in these poses that you can't duplicate. He's at another level. And, uh, and that's when I don't like it because then it's just about him. It's like at that point, he's just, you know, he's tricked us all into stretching for 40 minutes so that he can have a crowd to be around him. So that's, you know, that's when it's a little wild for me. But, uh, but I did that. I felt a little bit better. You know, I hit, a, hit an AA meeting last night. You know, I needed that. I needed that hit. Um, and I'll probably go to one. I'll go to one tomorrow morning. I might go again tonight because, you know, I'm out there. I'm out there in those staying dry streets right now. Uh, I want to get to a call. This is gonna be our first this is a special episode because this is the first live call that we've ever done. Um I, I'm thankful to Corey. Uh he just came on board to help us out. And he's like he's like a little bit of that, he got that um that wizard of oz in him a little bit, you know. He's out there in the in these electric streets, you know, he knows what's going on with electricity and how to manage it and, you know, um didio, di, uh digital video management. You know, he's like a um He's like a, you know, he's like a peeping Tom, but he, he's not doing the work. He's making these cameras do the work. So he's like a second, he's like an overseer of uh, these little electric peeping Tomers that we got out here from Canon and Panasonic. And uh, and thank you to the Patreoners for helping us uh, get a new camera and get things rocking and get things rolling. But we got our first call, and this is a gentleman that called in um, on the Monday episode. He called in. There's a part in one of my comedy in my comedy special on Netflix where I talk about shooting up a Denny's. Uh, I'm going to play that for you right now. Y'all got Denny's here? Yeah. Fuck Denny's, bro. Fuck Denny's, man. I wish people would quit shooting up movie theaters and shoot up a fucking Denny's, okay? Because if you... Now, that part is in my comedy special, right? And then we got this call from him on the hotline, uh, and this was a call that came in uh, right here. Here we go.
1: Hey, Theo. My wife and I were watching uh, your special on Netflix last week, and we both almost had heart attacks when you started talking about uh, shooting up a Denny's, because when I was 19, I went to jail for shooting up a Denny's. The story I'd love to tell you.
0: Wow. That's the dark arts right there, boy. And we're gonna get, we're gonna call him right now. It's gonna be our first live call, uh, and we're gonna hear, um, we're gonna hear, we're gonna hear the story. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are. Uh, I'm grateful that we came this far, because to, to me, this is a big deal. You know, you're talking to a man who, if a camera doesn't work, I'll, I'll get some color pencils and take a sketch pad with me. You know, I'm, I, I, will stay old fashioned if I have to. You know. Um, you know, I'll send a homing pigeon out there. Hell, I'll send a fucking, I'll send a uh, a nightingale, you know, with a little bit of graffiti on his leg. You know, I'm 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 okay with going old fashioned. So to be this high tech right now, uh, and be doing this, man, I'm I'm keyed up. Well, I'm hopped up, boy. This is that digital cocaine right here. <laughs> here we go. <gasps> it's. Right. Hello. Fuck Denny's, man. I wish people would quit shooting up movie theaters yeah. and shoot up a fucking Denny's, okay? Hey, brother. It's Theo. Hey, buddy. How's
1: it going, man? It's
0: good. How are you? Good to hear from
1: you.
0: Yeah, well, look, it's good to hear from you, you know, uh, assuming that obviously your your release date, We, you know, we got your call on the hotline, and I appreciate you calling, and I appreciate you listening to the podcast.
1: Always, man. Big fan, big fan.
0: Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you said you and your wife were uh, checking out uh, the Netflix and, and saw the bit about Denny's, and uh, if you don't mind, will you just take us from there?
1: Yeah, yeah. We were uh, we were watching the Netflix special and um, got to that point, and, man, we just looked at each other and uh, almost fell over because it, <laughs> it, it brought me back. And, uh, uh, you know, when... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you from the beginning.
0: Um, so you were part of shoot, you were part of shooting up at Denny's is this?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: I was, that's cool, man. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's dark to be laughing at this, but this is the dark arts. And sometimes the dark arts brings people together, you know, Some, <laughs> sometimes it brings people together, you know?
1: And we are together. We, we are. Uh, yeah. We
0: are, and I'm nervous. No, no. And, and look, I'm excited. This is my first call that we've ever had in on uh, on this past weekend, so. Well, uh,
1: I'm certainly nervous about that. Jeez, man. <laughs> that,
0: uh... <laughs> well, look, I don't think you could tell us a more heartwarming story, though, you know, because sometimes <laughs> people got to pop off at a Denny's. You know, we've all wanted to. And um, so tell me tell me what happened, man.
1: Okay, well, uh let me just start from the beginning. When I was uh, when I was 14 years old, I had a, a, my sister who was like a couple years older than I am. She had a boyfriend
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was he was in the military. And again, she was 16 years old.
0: Oh, so he was older,
1: I'd, much older. Wow. Uh, I, I never really knew how old he was, but um, he was in the military and. You know, he only hung around with her for about a year or so, um, but...
0: Uh, Were they in love, I do looked, you think, if you look back on it? Uh, no,
1: no, well... She might have been. You know, she might have been.
0: So your sister's dating this fella? She's
1: dating this fella. I'm 14 years old, mm-hmm. maybe 13. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. You're just um,
0: a sapling out there, and you're young, too, man. You're probably coming into your own at that age a little bit.
1: No, I was, I, I was, it, that was a long, long way away before, before I was ever coming S- in my own.
0: Are you still a novice? you still out there tadpolling, you heavy polling out there.
1: <laughs> Most certainly. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've been out there, man.
1: Yeah, I, I was a, I was a late bloomer, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this guy, I'll, I'll, I'll call Rambo, because mm-hmm. um, he, to me at the time, he, he was, he was, he was a badass. He was Rambo. He was
0: He didn't he was, wear the eye glass. He wore the eye black under his eyes and stuff at dinner like that kind of deal?
1: <laughs> no. No eye black.
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz I can i can't ima- like cause I'm picturing a dude like, you know, elbow crawling across your living room, you know, to try and spend time with your sister.
1: Then and, and then out of nowhere he just disappears and, you know, my life goes on and you know, I'm sad for a while, but things go on and things change, but here comes nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. Adam's Adam's nineteen years old, and uh, I don't remember how he came back into my life, but he did, and uh, ends up hanging out with me and my friends. And um, at this point, I'm I have been kicked out of my my home, my my bedroom with at my mom's house.
0: Okay, so you out there uh, squirreling? You squirreling a little bit in your life. You're kind of you just growing up. You're growing up.
1: Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Trying to figure things out. Uh, uh, the 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 two the 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 key figures in the story are myself, Rambo, and my buddy
0: Too Dark Mark. Too Dark Mark. Okay. Too Dark Mark. And I'm guessing and, he wasn't. Was he in the BP oil spill? Or we're talking about a brother?
1: A brother. He's okay. certainly a brother. He's certainly a a, a a great fella, and I can't you know he he I can't say too much of great things about him. He's he's an awesome dude.
0: And too dark, you just mean he just has dark, dark skin?
1: Dark, dark skin. Yeah. Can't see him. Can't see him.
0: Yeah, a secret him right? in the way.
1: Yeah. They can keep a secret. Daylight.
0: Oh, yeah, a real super black person can keep a secret, you know?
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. And I and that's tough because so, we're all on the spectrum. We either, you some people are almost see through and you can see their veins, you can see their heartbeat a little bit. Sometimes they'll eat lunch and you can almost see it kind of going under their skin a little bit. And then you yeah. have and then you have the other end of the spectrum where people are so dark, you know, they usually end up being soccer players. I feel like in Britain, but that's just <laughs> that's my evaluation. But yes, onward, take us more.
1: Yeah, um, Rambo,
0: mm-hmm. too
1: dark, Mark, and myself. Mm-hmm. we we're, we're hanging out. And we decide that we want to go play pool. Well, they, too, decide that they want to go play pool one night. And
0: and you're tagging I along. Don't ne-
1: yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily want to go, but Rambo in, in, intimidates me it, it, into going. Yeah. Right? I don't want to go because I've already got the feeling. He just came back from uh, Desert Storm.
0: Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, then you That's go. Not, yeah. Yeah. This is before you know.
0: PTSD when people, you didn't even know what they were. It was just wild. And, <laughs> right. And they came back exactly. home. With, yeah, if that person asked you to do something who just came back from service, you always did. It didn't matter, you know? Yeah, right. You always did yep. it.
1: And so I went. Um, you know, we're going to go play pool. I I, I begrudgingly agree and we drive to, we get in Mark's, or Too Dark Mark's car, and we go to Rambo's house to pick up the pool cues, but, you know, when we get there, and I have no idea that when we get there, that they pull, pick up the pool cues, not only do they pick up the pool cues, but they also pick up a couple of handguns.
0: Ooh, ooh boy, couple heaters, huh? Yes. Nice, bro. Um, I mean, rockets. yeah, a couple of freaking hand rockets, dude. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. They pick them up. They didn't tell me. Because I'm in the backseat. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. tells the backseat guy. Uh-uh. Nobody tells the backseat guys anything.
0: No, in a right? drive-by, usually the backseat guy is the guy that's with the look on his face like, what the fuck's going on?
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Exactly. So you guys cruise off. You got the pieces. You're going to play pool.
1: Right. We're driving down the street. Mm-hmm. We drive past Denny's and I see my girl, who is a friend. And I'm saying that because my wife is in the other room and I want to make sure she knows that
0: nothing ever happened. Understood.
1: (laughs) And uh, my car is there at Denny's and we decide to stop. Of course, you see your car somewhere. You're going to stop.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm hungry.
1: We're going to hang out. We're going to eat a little bit. We stop. We pull over, we stop, and we eat a little bit. We hang out, talk. And by this point, it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we're done. We decide we're going to leave. I'm fat, full, and sleepy. They still want to go play pool. Oh, yeah. We never go play pool, but uh, we're pulling out. Mm -hmm. Before I know it, Too Dark Mark and... Rambo are leaning out of the car uh-huh. shooting the signs and the windows and the glass with the guns that they never told me that they had pulled out,
0: right, so and you, so they just start popping off at this Denny's
1: they start popping the Denny's off and just lighting the place up. Wow,
0: and you're telling me yeah. that you didn't know a dude named Rambo and Too Dark Mark <laughs> would shoot <laughs> up a Denny's. Bro? <laughs>
1: I didn't know that they were going to be doing it right then. At the same time, I thought they had gotten it out of their system in the military.
0: Wow! Well, that you know they don't. We don't have enough. They, they should put more Denny's out there in the desert. You know, and we yeah. Could... So so then you guys take off. So now you're. Well, no, I'm I'm I'm
1: yelling. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing I didn't say earlier was that earlier in the day, Rambo had been wearing the stupid leather fedora that looked like something out of Indiana Jones. Hmm. Not even even worn and dusty or anything, just brand new off the shelf at Sears.
0: Damn. And where is this? What area of the country is this in? This is Dallas, Texas. Oh, hell yeah, boy. Pop, pop. (laughs) Now, are (laughs) people running when they're shooting? Like, are people running and scared or what's going on? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I have no
1: idea. Yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm caught up in the fact that these fools are uh, shooting. I uh, I you know I'm 19 years old. Yeah. I'm scared shitless. Are you excited
0: seat. now you said you're scared. I could get that 100%. Is there a, after they pull the guns in the car is there is there a little bit of excitement?
1: Maybe there's a little bit of uh yeah, I'm a badass. Maybe a tiny bit of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could imagine Ma- that. M-
1: yeah, maybe a little bit. Oh,
0: Not, yeah. You know. I mean, this is bef- uh, maybe- this is before that video game. What's the video game that everybody plays?
1: Uh, Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yeah, this is before that.
1: This is real-life Grand Theft Auto at Denny's. Wow.
0: Man, that's yeah, man. amazing, man.
1: And so, he's got this stupid hat on, and he's leaning out the window... At the same time, driving both of them, the cars moving forward, they're shooting. Yeah. Wind, wind catches the fucking hat, right?
0: Oh yeah, wind hates hats.
1: Wind hates hats, especially large brim hats.
0: Ugh. It's it catches. So French, it lifts.
1: Dude. It it causes a lift, uh, and it raises the car up a little bit. Uh huh. And raises his head up and off his head, and it flies off, and he starts yelling. Go back for the hat. Go back for the hat. And I'm yelling, no, don't go back for the hat. Go back. Don't go back for the hat. Yeah. If anybody knows anything about anything, they know that at two or three o'clock in the morning at Denny's, there's police there.
0: Yeah. This is the most French. This is the most French. Ending to a Rambo movie ever. There's a shooting <laughs> and you go back for the most homoerotic hat ever, a Fedora. A Fedora, a fedora dude. That is yeah. there is nothing more that is so French, bro. So how does it end, man? Tell us how it ends.
1: Okay. So it ends by, well, there's still a little bit a little bit a little bit left. Okay. Okay. It, okay. He's I'm saying don't go back. He's saying go back. Too dark, Mark stops the car, puts it in reverse, goes back. I realize I have no choice but to get out and get the fucking hat. I open the door. I see the hat. I reach my hand out, pull it up, grab it, pull it up, bring it in the hat, and I sit back up only to see police lights everywhere. Wow. And before I knew it, there was a boot and a shotgun in the back of my head and neck. Wow. I I was on the floor, on the ground. And
0: what were they saying? Were they nice or not nice?
1: Oh, no, they were not nice. They were, you know, uh, certainly shouting expletives and get the fuck on the ground and, you know, uh, taking advantage of their their uh, their positions in the in the world.
0: Those badge balls. They had badge balls, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And were they using? were they now did you notice because it sounds like you and Rambo were white or Caucasian, and that two dark mark seems like he might have been um a little more urban Was there any favoritism there? No, or it seemed just even across the board?
1: No, because we lived in you know we we lived in the
0: ghetto right,
1: you know, and uh, I, I know you know yeah it uh it, it yeah this this is where everybody's we grew a piece up. of
0: shit over there, yeah,
1: everybody's a piece of shit, yeah.
0: yeah. So, wow! Yeah, it, so you guys it, shot it up the fucking is. Denny's? Yeah. Anybody okay, die? So I, Anybody get hurt?
1: No. Well, you know, I never heard. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. And the fucked up thing about it was, my girlfriend was in there, and yeah. these fools still did it.
0: Dang, dude, that's so Ray Carruth, bro. That sounds like that that <laughs> uh, like that um, God, that's such a. You shot up a Denny's with your girlfriend in it, man. <laughs> That's love, okay. bro. In some places, that is true love. <laughs> you know?
1: that's, that's true romance. It's like if you let something
0: go and it comes back to you, then it's meant to be. I think that is yeah, the right. definition of that.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, so I go to jail. Mm-hmm. They arrest me. And them being in the military, mm-hmm. their uh, commanding officers, they call them, and immediately they're snatched up out of there, out of the jails, in no time. They spend maybe an hour in jail, right? Wow. Of course, and I'm terrified in jail. And this is the I go straight downtown Dallas and it is Uncle Lou. It's uh
0: like what Uncle a lot of like it. a lot of like, you know, people that were like train robbers and stuff like that type of people or thugs?
1: Thugs. I mean nothing but thugs.
0: Do you have to watch anybody take a shit in there? Like if you're in there, is there one toilet? Or what's that like?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a stainless steel toilet. Stainless steel toilet with...
0: Um, what do you uh, do? Were you, know, you afraid to use the bathroom?
1: I don't think I shatter or pissed once.
0: Yeah, I would cough it up if I had to. There's no way yeah, I would sit down. For,
1: no, for 24 hours I didn't shit or piss or eat or anything.
0: Oh, I would cough all the shit in my body right up out of my face because <laughs> there's no way that I would sit down or turn my back on a group of people with my penis in my hand and in a place like that. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. No. So uh, when you were sitting in there, what's going through your head? Just fear?
1: Uh, fear. I'm fucking cold as shit because mm-hmm. they keep it, you know, 37 degrees in there. Oh, yeah. Maybe.
0: And all the cold and hearts in it, there, too.
1: The cold hearts. Everybody's an asshole. Yeah. Everybody's got an attitude. But I'll tell you what, I did meet this one dude who had one leg,
2: uh-huh. and I'm not shitting you. Uh-huh. He had
1: one leg. And he had been arrested, uh, for, well, he came home, him and his wife had come home and, uh, they had locked themselves out of their house. Uh huh. So they begin to, uh, break into their house because it was late. They wanted to go home and they were tired.
0: It's their house.
1: It's their home. They break into the house and, you know, it's late. They've probably been drinking, um, they get in and they start you know doing the nasty
0: sex and you mean
1: sex you yeah
0: know. oh i didn't know they, if they were fucking wiping boogers on each other dude you know there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of different definitions of the of a nasty out there we used to hide we used to try to hide sugar packets in each other's ass dude and that was like a, <laughs> it was like wrestling if you could get one of those pink saccharine packets into somebody's ass you won you know
1: try try hiding a a Hershey's kiss in somebody's ass while you're sleeping next to him. Oh, damn, boy. Uh, uh, Damn, boy. That's uh, the the advent calendar. Take the foil off. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Take the foil off and tuck it up in there and see see how they wake up in the
0: morning. Take the foil off. Come on, man. You've changed, (laughs) man. You've changed. Take the foil off. Um, Okay, so
1: dude, dude gets arrested. Or uh, No, the neighbors call on him being uh, too loud, mm-hmm. and they think somebody's breaking into the house next door. Police come, and he's got one leg, he's having sex with his wife, and he's arrested with a bottle of KY in one hand uh-huh. and a dildo in the other. Party. And that's how he shows up to the jail.
0: Oh, dude! And that's dude. all I
1: remember, really. I don't remember anything else.
0: Except for that dude, that's that's a uh, that's silverware in Palm Springs, bro. That's that's San Francisco silverware, dude. A dildo and a bottle of KY, son. That's all that yes is, sir. man. That's a cutlery set. Ah, uh, wow. Well, it's just, man. It's just remarkable, man. I, you know, I appreciate you so much for calling. And now you have a you have a wife. You said
1: I have a wife and three children, three uh, girls.
0: That's beautiful, man. And you guys still live there in Texas? Yes, sir. That's awesome, man! Yes, I love sir. Texas, my favorite state to perform in.
1: I can't wait for you to uh, come back down here.
0: Yeah, let me know, man. Well, look, we're, I'm not going to. Uh, we're going to ride separately to the show, but I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, we'll
1: you. let you. <laughs> we'll let you anywhere near near my wife.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair, bro. I won't let I mean, you. And I've already
1: warned her. I've already warned her. Okay.
0: I won't let you anywhere near uh, a gun if I bring one. Okay.
1: Hey man, I carry my own now these days. These are mine and and, and legal.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, look, if the because here's the crazy part: if there's people like yeah. you as a child out there, as an adult, you have to be prepared. You know.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's
0: exactly. That's exactly, man.
1: I got to protect my 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 girl from people like me.
0: Yeah. That's it. Dude, that's the exact I don't have children yet, but that's exactly I'm sure what goes through a lot of dads heads, you know.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Well, Adam, we appreciate it so much, man. This is awesome. It's been a great first call. Uh this is like a milestone kind of for the podcast and
1: uh Oh, Theo, I hope I came through for you.
0: You did. 100% man. It's just a good practice Just to talk to somebody For the first time and, um, and have it be such a Like a thing that You know I just You know Was talking about something And you had actually Lived it out So
1: Oh yeah You have no uh, You have no idea How nervous I was man
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Me too Me too 100% So We were both nervous We got it done together Man I appreciate you
1: Beautiful,
0: buddy. All right. Uh, will you text? God bless
1: you and take care.
0: Same here. And if you hear that I'm coming to town, just drop me a text on the hotline, and I'll uh, I'll get you guys some tickets. You'll be my guest for sure.
1: Beautiful man. Thank you.
0: All right. Happy New Year to you and your family, bro. All right, man.
1: You too. Take care. All right. Peace. Bye.
0: bye Wow. And there you heard it right there. And you know what's what's wild. And thank you so much. Um. Adam, uh, for calling in and what's, what's even wilder is on my Facebook page, some on my Facebook page, there is, uh, there is a, um, there's the clip of this Denny's and the Denny's bit is just about, I hate going to Denny's. It was an early comedy bit of mine. It's one that I, I didn't do on the road last year, but I still love it. I just t- haven't done it in a long time. And you know, uh, I played a little bit for you a second ago, but, um, some, somebody posted on my Facebook page, uh, my dad actually got shot to death at a Denny's because somebody ran in with guns and shot it up. And I, I'm reading this and I'm like, holy shit, man, this is horrible. He goes, but I still love this comedy bit. That's what he said. And then he posted a link to the, uh, to the news story that happened when I believe his father got killed at a Denny's. So um, RIP to his father. You know, this is kind of like... Kind of cornered myself into a weird spot here, but but you know you just never know. You know here you know here's something tragic that happened to that man that happened to that boy's uh, father. But then years later, he you know he sees it online and is able to um, laugh a little bit. So I know that's not the way that some people want to laugh, uh, but I'm glad that it worked out that way uh, for that young man. I'm glad Adam didn't go to jail because he got a beautiful family now. And that's just a word out there that we can all recover from, you know, something heavy. Something hits you, you can recover. You know, uh, three years ago, my brother's house burned down. They got hit by lightning. You know, they got hit by dang lightning. And you can do a lot of stuff in your life. You can learn to read. You can learn to swim. You can learn to dance. You can graduate college. You can graduate high school. You can get a GED. None of that, you can own a business. None of that shit's, you can't stop getting hit by lightning. Sometime life's going to throw you that, those curve lightnings, you know? And you just, you got to bounce back, whatever it is. And this man, Adam that called in, shot up a dang Denizis, you know? And now he's back. He's back. He has a family, and he's living life. And, uh, and we appreciate him being the first caller on this past weekend uh, for this past Thursday episode. Oh, man, he, it was a slow call, though. At some points, I'm like, Damn. Am I still paying attention to this story? Uh, But maybe I wasn't asking some of the right questions. You know, we learn as we go. Uh, We learn as we go. We want to thank our charter sponsor, Gray Block Pizza, you know, because them cats is out there doing it right. We got a couple of calls that came in. Uh, We had a young lady that called who is still a virgin, Danielle, the 25-year-old virgin. And, you know, sometimes... She's worried, does that affect her, you know, ability to have, uh, you know, how will guys look at it? We got some calls about that because that thing can get a little ripe. You know, that thing can get a little bit ripe. You know, first it's a peach and then after a couple years, it's more of an apricot. And then you just running around with just a bag of raisins between your legs. So sometimes you have to figure that out. Um, But I appreciate you calling in, Danielle. We're going to get to that advice uh, here in just a second. A fresh new year has begun, and if you're setting new goals for your business, it's extremely difficult to reach them goals without the right people on your team. Where would Michael Jordan be without the other players he played with? Well, ZipRecruiter.com has transformed how you go about finding the other members of your team. ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. So imagine just making a click, boom. Suddenly, you got people around that want to work for you. Knock, knock, who's there? Potential employees. ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Can you believe the internet will bring you somebody worthwhile? Finally, after all these being on tender and all of this, it's finally nice to be in a place where I'm going to find somebody decent. That's right. And our listeners can post on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. For free. Right now. Just go to zip. Recruiter.com slash TPW. That's ziprecruiter.com slash TPW. If you put someone on another site, you're going to get, you know, another site type of person. Go get the best, and you don't have to do the looking. Let ziprecruiter.com look for you. So that's it. We got the Dennis, we got the first call out of the way. That's exciting. Um, In the future, if you need uh, help with something, if you're struggling, uh, you know, it could be with anything. Um, smoking, buying a home, drugs, um, you know, you got ashy skin, um, menthol, peanut butter, it could be anything, whatever your issue is, if you need basic life suggestions, if there's something that I can help with, hit the hotline, 985-664-9503. We had some great calls that come in, um, and one of those was Danielle the Virgin uh, from last week, and I'm sorry to just call you that, Danielle, if you're listening this week, uh, on Thursday, today, that, that probably makes you feel a little bit awkward. You know, because I know there's more, a lot more to you than just that, you know, just the, than just that uh, locked up little garage, you know. just Than just that locked up little sweat locker, you know. I know there's more, I know that there's a lot more to you, but what you called about was that, you know. What you called about was that spicy little V card. And that's what we want to talk about. So some, some people called in with advice for you. She's 25. She wanted to know if that affects it affects uh, the way that men look at her, think about her, or any suggestions. Here we go. This is uh, Rob.
2: Hey, Theo. This is Rob from Massachusetts. Uh, calling in with uh, my two cents on your caller uh, who is a virgin that called in. She has a couple of options here. Uh, one of them is... You know, she's got to go out there and put herself out there. I I remember a time when I was in college with all my friends out at the bars drinking. I would have loved, you know, someone walked up to me and said, hey, let's go do this. I'm a virgin. It wouldn't have thought twice.
0: That's true. That sounds like a drink special right there. I mean, you could. Let me tell you this. If you set up a deal with a local bar, Danielle. And just to pick a man, and you, I'm not saying to sell your body or anything like that. I'm not trying to be, you know, degrading to you. I'm just piggybacking off of Rob's idea because Rob obviously uh, has issues that he's offering this up. I'm joking, Rob. But, um, but the, the fact that, yeah, if you set up with a, with a bar, said, hey, look, I'm a virgin. Let's have meet a virgin night. Woo-hoo! And you took uh, 50% of the door. Now we're talking you're making $1,500 a weekend, and you still have your virginity, depending upon how the night goes and what you're into. Let's hear more, Rob.
2: I think that uh, maybe she's overestimating people's apprehension to to that. You know, a few drinks and people are going to do what they're looking to do when they go to bars if she's she's willing to go out to those types of settings. Um, Other option, if she's... You know, not looking for the one night stand type thing is put yourself out there in a relationship. And if you connect with somebody uh, and you end up sharing with them uh, that you're a virgin, they should be uh, happy for you. They should be happy to share that experience with you. And uh, if they're not and they think that it's it's off putting, then maybe you shouldn't be with that person.
0: There you go. That's two other beautiful little uh, slices of information cake there from Rob. So, you know, fill your sweet tongue up with that. With that freaking pastry right there, boy Rob dropping them sweet pastries in, uh, in a Danielle's ear holes. Cause that's the only thing you can, uh, that's the only holes you can fill on her right now. Boom, boom. Bad joke. Uh, but that's it, Danielle. It's like, you know, you could, you know, make it a promotional type of thing at a bar if you're trying to make it exciting. You could, um, you know, if it's religious based, then, you know, just keep following your heart there. You know, and talk to, you know, um, you know, uh, someone you trust in the religious realm uh, if you need that. Or talk to other friends who have the same um, beliefs and the same level of beliefs that you do. Uh, the same practices that you do. And I'm sure they can give you guidance. If you, I mean, you said it's, it's not because you haven't wanted to, but because men hadn't really, you know, tried to get that from you. Try, hadn't trying to get that dug dug out of you, you know. Hadn't trying to freaking hunt down that little... You know, that, that, uh, that slick mouth lobster trap, you know. Um, and if that's the case, then, yeah, it might just be meeting the right guy. You know, you could track somebody down, and if you really wanted to, you could tell them that you're ready to serve that thing up, and somebody would. But it can be dangerous to a man. It can be nerve-wracking, you know. Maybe you could make a special night out of it. Invite a guy over to a nice hotel room. Do it your way, you know. That Burger King, that Burger Kang virginity. But young men will do anything. That was a good point, Rob May. Young men will do anything. I mean, I remember I used to go party out with some people, and every night I would pee all over this guy, this guy Christopher, who's in prison now. And um, his dad, we would take his dad's car out, and his dad had sunglasses in the back, and I would urinate all. They were samples. His dad sold sunglasses to people around, you know, around the region. You know, He was in that regional uh, optical game. And I would, uh, you know, I'd take a couple hits of weed and I would urinate all over the glasses in the back of this guy's van. I mean, and we'd go to parties. I wouldn't even go to go to the party. I would literally stay in the van drinking alcohol and peeing on these boxes of glasses. And the only reason I would do it was because the rest of the week I wanted to be at school or wherever and picture in my mind. A man trying to sell just PP glasses to people, you know, just trying to sell piss specs to people out there. People trying them, trying them on, you know, them getting a little bit stuck to people's hair and stuff like that. Like, that's the dark arts was in me. You know, that's the dark arts that infected my ability to think and, and you know, um, and it was making me behave that way. And that's what I wanted to do, though. So instead of enjoying the party in the present moment, I would choose to stay in a van and urinate on um, on sale samples uh, just because of the joy it would bring me the rest of the week picturing people trying on Oakley's, you know, that smell a little bit too strong of uh, of vitamin B12, you know. But anyhow, that just goes to say young men will do anything. Here's another call from Zach for you, Danielle. Here we go.
2: Yo, what's going on,
0: man? Zach
2: uh, calling from Omaha, Nebraska. I wanted to call and give my opinion to sweet, sweet Danielle, uh, who you put on there, the 25-year-old virgin. Uh, She left out a lot of information, too. What I would say is that if she's going to lose her virginity to a guy that's like 25, you know, her age or older, there's probably going to be some consideration there, at least at first. And then like you said, though, these guys are going to be thinking about this. It's going to be turning them on. They're going to want to be that first ride,
0: the first one to dig her out, dude. Yeah, bro, I hear you, dude. You're making me freaking feel squirrely by saying "dig her out" right there, but we'll keep listening.
2: I mean, I don't mean to sound, you know, crude or or whatever toward her,
0: you know. You definitely do. I mean, you sound like a dang grave digger, dude. Dig her out. I mean, dang, man, she in a coffin hole, bro. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time. Let's hear more. But it was a little bit crude. Onward, she's a virgin.
2: I just, I don't know. If she's not full of shit, then, then I think that she shouldn't worry
0: at all. There you go. I mean, that's the thing. There's been a billion virginities in the world. People have gotten rid of them in different places. And, you know, I mean, I know it's important to you. You know, it's not going to probably change the shape of the universe too much. But it will be something you'll remember. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, my lost my virginity behind a bowling alley. You know, and people were throwing rocks at me the whole time while I was trying to have sex. And that's very, you know, that's very Middle Eastern, if you will. Uh, and it's hard to keep an erection up with that kind of stuff going on. And so, you know, we all have a memory. We all have something that happens. I was in Charleston, South Carolina, and I made love to some gal. And it was her first time, you know. And I still, uh, I still think about some about her. You know, she had, you know, she was a pretty girl. She had curly hair. and Sometimes I still think about her. You know, I'm wondering where she's at, if she ever thinks about, you know, that moment in time, you know, that I was the first experience. And it probably wasn't even that good either. But that's the thing. If there's dudes that aren't good at sex, this is a great opportunity for them. All right, let's move along. Here we go. This was uh, Matt called in on 1221. He had a food addiction. Uh, We gave some, you know, some suggestions to him last episode and uh and then he called back this was uh matt's call uh that just came in on the hotline here we go hey
2: Theo, this is uh matt from cleveland fat matt as you so eloquently put it
0: and you know i listened back to that matt and i want to apologize for calling you fat matt um it just i was just trying to make a point that we all have some name you know we all have you know um blind Ryan, you know, or uh deaf Jeff if you're deaf and if your name's Jeff. And if you're even saying that to Jeff, he fucking doesn't care, you know, or um you know, Bent Clint, you know, if somebody that has scoliosis and their name's Clint. Um We actually had a boy named Clint in our class and people called him uh Clintoris. You know, and so everybody has something with their name. So I just, that was the correlation I was trying to make. I was actually trying to relate to you. I think I did it in a bad way by calling uh, calling you Fat Matt. Uh, here we go.
2: Appreciate you taking some calls from me. I do not like being called a pussy ass bitch, but, you know, sometimes you do need to hear that. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that part. I, you know, I was just, you know, it was the new year. I was feeling fired up. And, you know, uh, some of the calls, I mean... You know, I have an assistant now that's helping put these through, so I hear him for the first time. And I thought that that was out of line. But then sometimes we got to hear that shit. Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth out here in the world. And, and, you know, and I know it's not my job to decide what the truth is for you, but I was just giving you the different options that came in. Let's hear more, Matt.
2: I'm going to start walking like the guy suggested, try to get into some plain water, do my thing.
0: I'm- now, that plain water, you set yourself up there by saying you didn't like... Plain water. Do you got to have water. Because mu- the earth is 98% water, dude. So you can't be associated with something that you're not willing to take into yourself. So you need to get out there and get that H2O in you, brother. More? I don't
2: think I sound fat, by the way.
0: I agree. You don't sound fat at all, dude. You sound trim, you know. And we all have something, dude, you know. I got to, you know, I have the base, I have the foundation, the hip structure of a Down Syndrome child. and That's not bad. It doesn't make them bad people. and doesn't make me a bad person. You know, you might be bigger now and you might be smaller later. You know, I was real skinny growing up and everybody called me Mexican all the time because I had tan skin because people were idiots. Let's hear more.
2: I think it sounds sick. Regardless, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to check in on a few months and let you know how everything's going. You know, get into some plain water and some get hungry instead of crazy.
0: There we go. That's Plain Water Matt, baby. That's Plain Water Matt right there. And look, man, I love it. If you want to send a picture in, you can text it into the hotline number, 985-664-9503, Matt. And uh, yeah, we'll check in with you, man. We'll check. I'm trying to get back into some physical fitness myself. So uh, you saying that right there inspires me to say, look, if if I can sit here and put on a hotline that some guy... um, you know, talking about some man that needs to lose weight, at least that I can do is to get out there and go for a run for myself and help my own veins and, uh, and arteries feel a little bit better. So I wish you well, and uh, and we'll check back in with you, Matt. All right, let's keep the calls moving here. we got um, We got another couple of calls that came in. But first, I want to read this to you guys. You know a fresh new year has begun. And if you're setting new goals for your business – it's extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. Well, ZipRecruiter has transformed how you go about finding those people. That's the truth. If you are need a great talent for your business but you're short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. That stack of resumes is waiting out there electronically. And you just need smarter tools to reach them. Those tools ZipRecruiter has. ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. So if you're applying for a job or you're looking for a hire, go to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com. Unlike other hiring sites, it doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. So if you need your yard raked, you need your taxes done, you need your somebody to make love to your wife, that might be a stretch, but I bet if you ask nicely, ZipRecruiter has not only people who can do the do your position, literally, but people uh, who can do the position the best. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash TPW. That's right, ZipRecruiter.com slash tp. W, You can post jobs for free. That's right, for free. So try it out. That's all you're going to do. You're going to go to ZipRecruiter.com and post jobs for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash TPW and post jobs for free. All right, we got a call right here. Uh, I want to crack into this one. Here we go. Yo, what's good, Theo? This is uh, Jackson Southern, you know, North Kakawacki. Jackson, thanks for calling, man, from uh, North Carolina.
3: I'm calling because uh, I got right now on the 29th of December. I have five months sober. And, I mean, I've been getting high since I was, like, I mean, high on pills. I started smoking at 11. Like, I started getting high at
0: 14. Hey, man, congratulations on five months. And if that was December 29th and you are uh, tomorrow or in two days, you'll be, um, you'll be at five months in a week. So, congratulations, man. I know that's a real battle. Onward started using
3: a needle seventeen you know I lost my best friend and I got my first first taste of real sobriety you no know, longer than a week or so this past year and like I said it'll be five months in the twenty ninth man that's awesome man
0: um man that scares me just to hear you say that using a needle that's scary bro you know I can't uh you know I never had that experience um so I don't know what that's like, but I know what it's like to want to, to do things to yourself that are harmful, um, but they feel good. You know, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to harm yourself, but it feels good to make yourself feel at all. You know, and I don't know if that makes 100% of sense, but in my mind and in my heart it does that I know what it's like to, you know, to do bad things to yourself. Um, yeah, just to be in that hole where the way that you, you know, because you're in a world, for me anyway, you know, I just didn't care about myself enough uh, to do good things to myself. Because I just, somewhere inside of me, felt like I didn't deserve those things. So, but yeah, man, that scares me when I see that. I mean, there's, you know, when I see those intervention shows and I see people with that, supply, I just can't watch that stuff because of that. Uh, but I appreciate you being brave enough to tell us about that onward.
3: Yeah, basically, man, I, uh, I don't know. Life just gets boring as fuck. It's like, I don't know what to do now. Like, drugs always fill my fun time. And I know going back to them ain't going to make shit fun at all. I know I just find it easy to fall into this hole. I, I found this girl. I know they say not to get in a relationship, but I, I think I'm in love. I don't know if I'm feeling the void of that. I don't know. But the thing is, she's she's long distance, man, and I'm crazy over it. and It's hard to make it work living across the, the country right now, but, I mean, I, I'd rather have her than any girl that I could have here. But it's like I have a hard time trusting, and I'm real jealous and real needy, and it's just I don't know if it's controlling me. I don't know if it's part of my addiction. It's still, I don't know.
0: I don't know man. It's so funny when you say I don't know man. You sound like me. You sound like me sometimes. Uh just it's almost like hearing myself in certain relationships and certain conversations I've been in with uh with people. Um you know, especially with girls. Uh look man, I'm proud of you. You know, I think 12 step programs, I don't care if you don't have anything going on in your life, we can all always find ways uh to make our life healthier and and, the, and, and it's amazing, man. It's amazing what can happen in there. Now, that long distance, dude, I'll tell you this. You know, even in my past year, I felt like I, you know, met a girl and at times put that in front of getting a, a good foundation in, um, in my sobriety and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I use some of that term loosely, my sobriety. I mean, everybody has their own walk with it. You know, I don't know if I'll always be this way. You know, I don't know. But for now, I just know that I didn't really, I didn't lay the groundwork as well as I should have, and so then when relationships get tough, um, I don't have a foundation to fall back on, and so that's scary. So, I would. It's okay. I feel like if you want to put a girl up with your, you know, with the work you're doing, but you got to do that work, man. You know, and I'm and I'm saying that because I need to hear it because you know I've been in this thing a year and a half, and I'm still you know haven't gone all the way through the steps, so. You know, there's just, just be careful, you know, be careful because it seemed like, you know, you can still be learning how to live and you don't have all the tools and then you take on a responsibility like love and that can be a big responsibility for somebody that, uh, you know, that doesn't, you know, have arms yet, you know, so keep your head up, man. I love you, bro. You know, I'm proud of you, you you calling and me hearing that from you, um, it made me feel you know it made me feel alive which is crazy because that's probably something that drugs used to do for you but now it's like the drug that i think a lot of these programs get you hooked on is uh just the rea- the heaviness the heaviness of other people's lives and the realities of other people's lives and uh anyhow happy to be uh happy to be on board with you but uh happy to be uh have you on the show and uh, and thank you very much for calling um what else we got a couple of other things that caught that happened but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna shut it down for today guys this has been a, a good episode i feel like uh we'll be back on monday um what else we got the dates we let all those out gray block pizza as always uh we just uh they had somebody hit up gray block and uh and comment on there we had somebody hit up gray block and comment on their uh yelp page that they heard about him here and that was awesome man that made me feel really really cool and they got that salad pizza bro they got it all uh but that's it man we'll we'll catch you guys next time um matt you know i appreciate your call uh zach thank you for calling in for the advice rob all the advice for danielle uh that denny's that shoot him up, bang bang boy that pop pop breakfast dude that syrup has a fucking uh, sulf- a sulfur-y aftertaste, doesn't it? Because that's that gun play. That's that gun play out in the lot, boo-boo. So you stay active, man. You stay active. That's what we're doing out here. That's what we're doing out here in, uh, in this world. Thank you guys for being a part of this past weekend. See you on Monday. That's Jesse Lucero taking us out. Thank you, Corey, for being here today to guide us. Thank you, Patreon, for taking us to that next level here. We got some nice cameras. We're looking clean. We got the new hotline where we we're going to be able to talk to people. Man, what can happen? What can happen? Anything can happen. We're working together out here in this new year. Also, if you got a New Year's resolution that you've been keeping on this heavy with you that's a real one, some real shit, let us know. That's a Jesse Lucero right there. Thank you for that hit, Jesse. We'll see you guys next time. Be good to yourselves. You probably deserve it. Was interesting from the guy.
2: We didn't catch the first ten.
0: It was interesting.